Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is dealing with a bully. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I want to help you shed the shackles of the past. Symptoms of reactions going all the way back to early childhood. I know a man who is almost 70 years old, and whenever he has to have an interaction with anyone who is willful, you know how some people are willful, and uh, they pressure you in some way. When he does, he starts to become tongue-tied, and his heart starts to beat faster. The man is almost 70, and it goes all the way back to when he was a little boy, and his mother was a bully. That's right. Yeah, he's forgiven her. He understands now she couldn't help herself. He understands that it was done to her. And he understands that there was something in her operating through her. The will of the bully that came from her mother, in other words, grandmother, into her when she reacted to her mother. And her mother, it got into her when she reacted to her mother and all the way back to Adam and Eve, I suppose. The will, see, the will, that will, that alien will, it wants something, doesn't it? It wants you to fall. It wants you to fail. It wants you to give in. It wants you to succumb. And it wants to destroy you. That's right. Have, haven't you ever felt when you were, maybe especially when you were younger, when you were a kid, didn't you sometimes feel like people were trying to destroy you, smother you, or even take your life? They wouldn't let you talk. They wouldn't let you see what you see. They wouldn't let you hear what you hear. They wouldn't let you know what you know. If you dared to speak up to them, it was, why, it was like you were speaking up to the great wizard of Oz. And then all hell broke loose, didn't it? Yes, they jumped upon you. And uh, some children don't make it through childhood. You know, a lot of little children are killed when they look at the at the bully with innocent eyes. The bully can't stand to be observed. But anyway, getting back to this man who's almost 70 when he was a little boy, his mother was a bully. And she pushed him around and slapped him around and spewed words, terrible, terrible words at him and told him that he would, she should have had an abortion it would have been much better than having him as a millstone around her neck. That's right. That's what he heard every day. And he was afraid of her. And now, when he encounters someone who's like her, somebody willful, somebody mean, and he feels the heartbeat and his, he finds it hard to express himself. He's much better, much better. And he watches the symptoms. See, he's, he's learned with the practice of the little meditation that I 
that I um, am always talking about. He has learned to watch. See, in the past, well, he tried to struggle with his symptoms. He tried to make the environment nice, and above all, he tried to be nice himself. He tried to please other people. He tried to to be good and nice and conform and go along so that they wouldn't become angry and so their bully side wouldn't come out and if it came out then he would have to see his own fear and yes his own cowardice because he was a decent guy he didn't want to strike back at the bully so he just took it that's right he took it well he's better now because he watches his symptoms and they diminish. And he speaks up for himself sometimes, too, which is really nice. He speaks up for himself. And now the bullies, why, they feel the uh, consternation because somebody dares to speak up to them. See, some people are so clever that they've learned to bu bully everybody. They bully them with, with meanness, with cruelty, with threats, with with uh, put-downs, with anger, violence. Or they, they intimidate others with syrupy sweetness and niceness, niceness, and they act perfectly nice, and they're almost impenetrable. But the little child can see what he's dealing with. He's dealing with something evil that's operating through her. But anyway, now what you have to see is that uh, this evil, this will, it operates everywhere. It gets in people from the outside. And it's gotten in you, too. There's some of it in you. That's right. You see it when you become a parent. When you're with your children, there it is. There it is. The thing in your parent that you, that you didn't like, there it is in you. So now you must learn how to deal with it properly so that you won't pass on to your children what was passed on to you. And so you need to meditate. You need to be thoughtful. You need to wake up and have the courage to look at such things. And yes, you need to find a way of getting closer to God who is not a bully, who is patient and kind and thoughtful, and who sent Christ to help you. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style, and besides, I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. You remember the Garden of Eden story, it's not a myth, because you can see it recreated over and over again in everyone's lives. What was on the outside? It was another will, wasn't it? It wasn't God's will. It wasn't God's will. God's will was for Adam and Eve to be happy. He gave them this beautiful emerald isle, this earth, filled with wonders to behold. And all they had to do was, they were like children, to play and discover and learn and 
go hiking and discover science and math and all about animals and about plants and even more to discover about God. That's right. But the will on the outside didn't like that. You remember when you were a little child and you were happy and they didn't like it. It was that will again. It was the one that was in the garden. How many children are sitting at the dinner table and they're happy and they're giggling and all of a sudden something vicious comes out of the parent. Stop that giggling. Eat your food. Yes, how many children have experienced that? It's a, it's a shocking thing, isn't it, to see that ugliness? Well, it was in the garden. It didn't like the happiness. It didn't like Adam and Eve to be giggling and happy and enjoying. And so it very cleverly, very cleverly made its approach in a very subtle way. It suggested that God wasn't telling the truth and that he was holding out on them, and if they ate of that tree, everything could be good. And you, you've heard it all before, haven't you? How many of you have been told about being ambitious and studying in grades and rising above everybody else? And then you did it. You tried. Maybe you didn't make the grade, but maybe you tried, and then were you happy? No. But anyway, getting back to that will... There it is. So now you must learn how to deal with that will. Because it's everywhere, you have to learn how to deal with it. You must learn patience. That's right, patience. Not reacting. Now, you can definitely do that with the help of the little meditation. Learn to stand back and watch. And not react. Especially with, the, with resentment and with anger. You have to watch out for resentment and anger. Let them pass. Okay, you'll see them rising. Let them pass. And then when they're past, you're safe. See, your virtue, your innocence, your courage, your honor, those are your protection. That's your environment. That is your true environment. And you fell from it. It's the paradise of your mind, and it comes from being close to the kingdom of God, close to innocence, and everything good comes from there, including your strength. Where did Samson get his strength? Where did Moses get the ability to simply move his staff and the waters parted? How did Christ do what he did? How did... Daniel survive in the lion's den? How did Christ walk on the water? And wasn't it even Peter who was able to walk on the water until he had doubt? How did they do those things? Well, they were close to their source. And so when you were a little child, you were closer to God than you've ever been since. You've fallen away from it. That's why you've become weak. That's why you've become sensitive. That's why you've become reactive. That's why you react and give up and give in and give your life to others. 
they take it. And they have no respect for you. That's right. When you're a people pleaser, you go around pleasing people and kowtowing before them and try to make everybody happy and try to not to rock the boat. They have no respect for you because you have no virtue, because you've fallen away from it. So you must re return to your virtue. And yes, it takes a little bit of courage, a little bit, not much, just a little bit. When you were a little child, you had courage, remember? You tried to stand up to them, but they were big and powerful and mean, and they were more skilled than you. But now you can develop a kind of a spiritual courage that comes from within. It's beautiful. And you will be safe in a world of wills everywhere, alien wills. And not only that, but you will be a shining light an example to others, your little brother, your little sister, your children, other people. They need to see someone who can be strong without being angry and resentful, someone who is kind and who is gracious, and someone who overcomes the world in a good way. Remember Christ said, he said, take heart, for I have overcome the world. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'd like to make you aware of a change which we made on our website, SheddingShackles.com. You can watch Roland's many video lectures, including The Power of an Understanding Heart and Be Careful How You Meditate, as well as Roland's most recent video on how not to be reactive. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the left-hand icon, Watch. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as Sevilla by the Spanish composer Isaac Albeniz. Thanks for listening. I'm very appreciative, as I said last week, of those of you who are listening in now because it means that you've been listening and you're still here or it means you heard the 14-minute version and you found this on the website so welcome and thanks for being here today's topic is first of all I began by talking about symptoms of reacting that goes way back to early childhood I, I gave the example of the man who is uh, almost 70, and whenever he has to face someone who's like his mother, who was a bully, that he 
has a heartbeat going fast and his mouth is dry and he has a hard time expressing himself and so on. But I said that he's doing better. The symptoms are less. And also, he has learned not to resent her. He knows that she couldn't help herself. And he also has learned, this is what I began talking about in the previous program, or excuse me, in the first half of the program, and that is that he's learned to watch his symptoms. See, our problem is that we we get upset, and then we, we get upset at our upset. We get angry, and we get angry at our anger. We're angry at ourselves. Or we become resentful, and we become resentful because we're resentful. You see what I mean? So you go out in the world. Well, first of all, you get my little meditation, then you begin to practice it. Then you go out in the world, and you have a little bit of distance. You carry this connection with the inner light out into the world. Now you go out and you work, and you do recreation, and you talk to people, and you just go about your life. But all of a sudden, you'll notice some little thing, like you notice you're reacting to someone or something. And in the past, you would have maybe not noticed it, or in the past, you would have resented it. In other words, you go to the, you go to the store, and you ask for something, and they bring you the wrong thing, and then you point it out, then they try to make it seem like they gave you the right thing, or then they try to make it seem like you asked for the wrong thing, and then they make a big mess out of it, and then when it's all over, then instead of saying, well, I'm sorry, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry, I messed up, you know, I, thanks for being our customer, <laughs> you know, something like that, they say something like, no problem. You know, like, they just, they won't admit that they made a mistake, and then you find yourself angry. Well, in the past, you would have been angry and, and stormed away and felt defeated. You would have given in and, and got the wrong thing and paid for it, you know. And, uh, you know, it's like that, what's that line, you know, you, you, know you, you will eat dirt and like it. You know, that not only do you have to eat dirt, but you also have to like it. Well, so you get the wrong thing, and they made a mess out of it, and they didn't apologize, and then you walk away with the wrong thing that you paid too much for. You know how it goes. But then what? Then you feel resentful. There comes the resentment because you see that you were defeated. You see that you became angry. You lost your cool. You gave in. Or you said something angrily. And so you resent that. Now you're much wiser with the help of the meditation. You just watch. You watch what happened. You do the best you can. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes, you know, it's not so good, but, you know, you get your money back. You saw that you became a little bit upset. You don't resent that. Then you see that you're about ready to resent being upset, and you don't resent that. You just watch. Watch it all play out like it's some kind of a movie. You know, when you, when you go to a movie or, you're, or a ball game, you watch the ball game. And this happens, and that happens, and here's a fumble, and there's a block kick, and there's a cop pass, and there's a this, and there's a that, and there's a goal, and there's, there's a missed goal, and you just watch it, and then it's all over. What was that all about? I don't know. You know, you're walking down the street, and then you see all of a sudden there's two people, and they're talking, and then all of a sudden there's this and that, and it happens, and, and then... What's that all about? I don't know. So now you just watch it all play out. 
You see what they're up to. You see how you could have done better. You see how you did better than you used to do, but not as good as you could do. You don't resent that. You you don't try to you're not trying to win over them. You just want what is right and what is fair to take place and you see they can't help themselves and so you don't resent them. You don't resent yourself. You see that it's because this is what happened to you all your life and so you just watch it. You watch it play out. But you know what? Do you understand now that that you are watching in spiritual life and that it's almost like you're not a part of it. It's almost like it's happening to someone else. You see it, and then it's over. And you're safe, and you learn something from it. And then you move on. Then the next time you do even better, and even better. And it's a process of growth. And gradually all of your reactions, your angers, your hatreds, your animosities going way back to early childhood, your frustrations, they gradually diminish and diminish and till there's no more reaction no more reaction you just watch it's beautiful you see that's what you must learn to do and it's so easy with the help of the meditation all you have to do is just get the meditation and start using it and learn to be I, I made a, a video yesterday and I like the content. I said you have to learn to be like a tourist, going through life like a tourist, and not subject to all the wrong. See, right now you are subject. If you're not meditating and you're not on the path, then you're subject to all the wrong. See, it's like if you're a United States citizen, you have a U.S. passport, you go to some awful country where there's a terrible dictatorship and tyranny and 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 you're there, but you're not subject to it because you're simply a tourist. You watch all the people and you marvel and, and look and it's just amazing and very interesting and you watch it all. Then you go home, you're not subject to it. But if you give up your citizenship and now you're a citizen of that country, now you're subject to it and they can throw you in political prison and yell at you and be a bully. Do you understand? Now you're subject to all of that. Because you fell, you lost your patience, you lost your faith, you lost your forgiveness for other people, you lost it. And then you became subject to the wrong in the world and subject to that will. Do you remember I talked about that alien will that was in the garden, that was in your parents? Well, now you're subject to it. So now you must become subject to God's kingdom. Subject to God and his wonderful kingdom. And then you can be in the world and not of the world. You'll see people making mistakes. You'll see people, you'll see how they mess up and you won't resent them. You won't hate them. You won't react to them. And you won't be subject to them. Not only that, but you'll be a shining light. They'll see something different about you. Some of them will like it. They will like it. Some won't like it. They'll they'll stay away, but some will like it. It gives them hope that there's another way of living and moving and having your being, a way of being subject to the good king. And then you can be in the world and not subject to all the things that you've been subject to. See, you were born subject to fallen parents, but don't hate them. They were born fall to, to fallen parents and grandparents and great-grandparents. 
See, there was no one there to help them to explain the way. Your father, he failed, and your mother was angry. And then that will came through, messed everything up, ruined their lives. Don't let it happen to you. Become subject to the good king. Then you can be a shining light in the world. Your kids need to see that light in you. If you're a dad, your kids need to see it. Your wife needs to see it. You see what I mean? So now learn a different way of living than moving and having your being. A way of, of not reacting to the world, but always being close to what you know in your heart and responding to it. And then, if any action is needed, then it will flow from within. It'll flow from within and you'll become an extension of your Creator. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after. How to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. Now you must learn to stand back and watch instead of reacting watch. Stand back, get the big picture, and you will discover patience for other people, and also you will discover patience for yourself. Stand back, and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. You'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and his kindness and life becomes sweet until next time lord willing and the creek don't rise i'll see you then bye bye you have been listening to shedding shackles with your host roland trujillo now you can listen to roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. 
please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.